Hey everyone, my name is Ben and welcome to Behind the Bathrooms, a podcast where we talk about bathrooms, business and everything in between. Joining me this episode is my co-host Steve Nokovich, director and founder of Navali Bathrooms. Today, we're going to discuss transparency and why it plays such a vital role in building your business, delivering a great customer experience and empowering your employees. So without further ado, let's start the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Steve. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for setting all this up for us. No worries. My pleasure. Before we jump in, though, would you like to let the listeners know why we started this podcast? Yeah, look, basically being in the industry for over 20 years and seeing, you know, what's out there and and going through lots of uh, many lessons uh, and thinking uh, along the lines of how hard it is for a lot of the guys or girls that are starting out in the renovation space and with learning so many uh, um, lessons along the way and, and going through all the challenges, I thought this is probably for me the easiest, best format in in imparting some of that uh, wisdom, I'd say, or some of the lessons that we've learned to help out as many people as possible. No, honestly, that's a great idea because just from a young person trying to learn more about renovations and just construction and what's really neat or even just learning to start a business, there's not much specific um, information for this kind of sector. So I think that's a great idea. Um, so on top of that, you've been in the industry for quite some time now. Um, how has it really changed as well as where do you see it going or where do you want to see the industry go in the future? Yeah, look, we, we think about this all the time. I, I think there's a lot of complacency out there with a lot of the trades where, you know, for 100 plus years, I guess, it's been the, the attitude of she'll be right, mate. Um, which we sort of don't don't like. <laughs> we, we think that we should be elevating, you know, the whole industry and moving forward and progressing just like every other industry. So for me, you know, a, lo- a lot of these uh, tools out there, including, you know, software platforms, um, with the use of those, uh, it will help th- with the transparency towards the customer and providing a better uh, overall experience. So I'm hopeful and... Um, moving forward that our little niche in the industry, the renovation part, because it is so unregulated, does does perform better than what it has in the past or the last 100 years. There hasn't been that much progression, I'd say, with the mentality of a lot of the guys out there. Um, but moving forward, hopefully, there's a lot of guys out there, probably like myself, who are trying to strive for the best. They're going to be out there helping to elevate the industry and sort of imparting, like I said before, a lot of the lessons that we've actually already learned. So before starting Navali, you started off as a tiler. What got you into tiling? What was that experience like? Uh, what got me into tiling was probably my lack uh, or lack of desire to stay in school. Maybe that was <laughs> maybe that was the uh, starting point there. No, so my, my father is a tiler. Um, the opportunity there to do an apprenticeship with him was there. So after completing year 10 and getting my certificate, I decided to start working with my father as an apprentice tiler and it gave me the opportunity, I guess, to use my hands and get out there and and do something a little bit different other than sitting behind a desk at school. (laughs) I can imagine it's very different um, working on a site than in a classroom, isn't it? Uh, It's, yeah, quite different, yeah. 
Oh, that's that's great. And um, what made you want to transition from tiling to starting Navarre bathrooms? Uh, I was probably tiling for a good eight years, I guess, and then had the opportunity to do some tiling for various, I'll call it various bathroom renovators out there or, or builders. And being um, able to see what was getting delivered to a customer, we only had a little portion of it we were tiling so we're only a part of the process I guess and and seeing the level um the level of quality and call it project management or experience that the customer was receiving was was almost non-existent so looking at that going well this this has to be able to be done in a in a better way so I just sort of set out to to go down that path and and tackle what I thought was a decent enough challenge and, and started started that way. So just being on a site, seeing that um, <clears throat> the level was nowhere near where it should have been and, and just went from there. So it must have been a pretty challenging experience starting as a tiler than doing kind of an end-to-end kind of business. Do you remember any main challenges when starting Navali and going from that transition? Uh, look, the main, yeah, like you just said, there's a lot of moving parts. So we say challenges, I sort of quite proactive in my approach to everything. So I, I've set out, uh, trying to understand what was required. I went and, and sourced the right people. So the right trades, even, even some mentors and, and going down that path in, in asking the right questions. So I, I was, like I said, pretty, pretty in front, I guess, not, not reactive to a lot of challenges so I was aware of what what could happen and speaking to the right people and getting the right answers from the right guys and girls there that allowed allowed us to set it up what I thought was a slow sort of organic uh, approach. So has transparency um, helped you in terms of kind of building your business and forging a great relationship with the customer from the first point of contact? Yeah, definitely. For, for us, it's it's almost it all comes down to transparency and making sure that uh, everything that's discussed is super clear from the get go. You can go back to just from getting a phone call from a potential customer and grabbing their details correctly. Just just the level that simple little act there. Um, then for us, it's it's moving on from that, understanding what a customer wants and requires, and making sure that we're the right fit. Uh, from there, uh, the level of detail and transparency we provide, let's say uh, in a quotation or an estimate for a customer, that's really uh, detailed and, and sometimes more importantly, not just what's included in what we're, we're going to do or we're proposing to do, but what's actually not included to, to avoid any of those uh, um, ugly conversations about the miscommunication. So for me, uh, it is about black and white. And that level of transparency, so there's no grey. Right. So with being transparent to the customer, I feel like a lot of people may be reluctant to be completely transparent because they think in their mind that being transparent and letting the customer know information, it may cost their business or it may impact their business in a negative way. Um, Has this been any case for you in in your experience? Um. No, I'd say what you're saying there about, you know, not wanting to have maybe some of those conversations early. <clears throat> For us, 
we talk about this actually a fair bit where the best easiest time to have a conversation when things are grey is then and there, 100% straight away. And we've seen, you know, a lot of guys in our industry, they won't want to have that conversation and bring up potential issues or whatever whatever is, whatever the case is. You know, you may have, uh, for us, it's like I said before, it's a really detailed quote. So the chance of something not being covered off is very, very slim. But I can see out there the guys that are trying to renovate bathrooms, if they've missed something and there's a mistake or something's not 100% right, the easiest time to have that uncomfortable conversation is then and there. The longer you leave that conversation and you're sort of not hiding but you're not wanting to be as transparent then and there, you're just going to be causing more problems. So it's a lot better just to rip the Band-Aid and just let the customer know, you know, this is what we do, this is this is what happened or any issues or um, just anything you're uncomfortable talking about that the customer eventually needs to know. Yeah. Um, it's best just to let them know beforehand because down the line it's going to impact the relationship and the project. Yeah, 100%. So let's say for us as an example, um, and a lot of guys out there would understand that you could pull apart a bathroom and you could come across some serious issues, uh, termites, termite damage, um, uh, collapse slabs, problems, right? If if up until that point you have been 100% transparent, clearly detailed, communicated in a very um, transparent way, when problems arise like that that are completely unforeseen, I've never had a customer ever actually and sometimes I'm surprised it's never been an issue because we've been so transparent up until that point and then when issues arise the way those problems have been dealt with in a super transparent way where it's clearly documented in what the problem is how we're going to solve it the costs involved um, never had a customer actually worry about that because we've set the tone early on. Yeah, we were speaking earlier that when issues arise in a project, which they usually will, um, um, projects usually are very rare where they run perfectly, yeah. right? unless you've covered everything and you're... Uh, the um, unforeseens are very hard. You can't see them, so exactly. you don't, don't know, yeah. And then say that that happens, how would you um, kind of bring that up to the customer? Uh, ASAP. ASAP. So as soon as something is uncovered, the first thing you'll do is... Um, uh, identify the problem, uh, understand the best way to resolve it and then explain those solutions to the customer uh, including the time, the, the the scope and the cost involved in being able to um, rectify it. But that's, that happens immediately. We, with us, we have set uh, a parameter in our agreements with our customers where they can choose a couple of options there where we may rectify up to a certain amount of uh, a dollar value so we don't have to hassle the customer and that sort of will happen uh, more so when a customer might be difficult to get a hold of. So they might be at work nine to five, they've got a high power job where they don't want to get hassled, um, <clears throat> they could be away on holidays and it's like, you know what, you guys, if, it, if it's up to $300 or $500, just sort it out and deal with it. Um, but a lot of times, even even at that point, we still just want to make sure that the customer is completely aware of what's going on. So, yeah, it's, it's just very simple. Uh, document, understand the issue, come up with the best result for the job itself and for the customer 
and and get approval and, and move forward. Sounds good. I think every project needs to have like a contingency kind yeah. of thing. Um, I've I've gone through it myself as well. Learned that the hard way. But uh, yeah. <laughs> moving on. Um, so it, so we've talked about the first point of contact with a customer, how to be yeah. transparent with that. How about when you're ongoing, when you're delivering the project, how do you deliver transparency to the customer whilst doing that? Yeah, so for us, Ben, we we run our, our jobs through project management software. So our customers, and, and this is what, you know, in an ideal world, everyone should be doing this when they're running through their project for, the, for their own benefit and for the customer's benefit. So for us, our, our customer gets access to the software, so on a daily basis, um, they will see exactly what's happened. So there'll be multiple photos every day. Uh, every day there'll be a very detailed log on exactly what happened that day and exactly what's happening the following day. So all parties, you know, all stakeholders, uh, us as a business, the customer, the the team that's delivering, we are all on the same page via a few simple little steps. That sounds good. So um, in terms of project management, does this software, is it just um, kind of off-the-shelf software or is it kind of specialised and yeah, very customised yeah, from your... Look, the software that we use is off-the-shelf off from the States and we've tweaked it a lot and we've um, templated a lot of aspects of our business. Uh, but, but, but we are. We're just using off-the-shelf software and um, refining... The, the bits they have in there to suit us and that's going to suit the customer. So we've been working on on that for, for many years. Mm. And in terms of the customer using this software and um, also just pretty much everyone using it, has there been any – has the customer been able to just jump on and use the software? Has there been much of a learning curve for them to pick it no, up? For them, it's just a quick login and they've got access to see everything. So they'll just get a notification at the end of the day that will have photos uploaded and, and like I said, the, the detailed daily log and they can comment on it. They don't have to, um, but it's there for them to use and they can see all the payments that have gone through and, and um, yeah, it just puts everything in one place for them. And, and how has this panned out? Has, has this kind of um, added on to their experience? Has, have they really appreciated this kind of um, control and this tool that they've had? Yeah, look, the, the feedback just from using the software and the the level of transparency they get from that um, is probably one of our biggest selling tools actually or our marketing tools. So the feedback from the customer's point is unbelievable. We can have customers away on a holiday and they don't even have to be anywhere near the place and every single day it's just like they were there. So that that's the level that we've tried to build it out at. So like I said, the documentation, the photos, the notes – Everything is there so the customer doesn't have to worry. Wow, so they don't even have to be on the site. They can just be, you know, having a coffee, having having lunch outside and yep. the, pretty much the project or site manager will send photos of when things are done on time and yep. just documenting it and it's on this platform that everyone can see and just access. Yeah, look, that, that can only happen because of another process that we've got, uh, which is, you know, we call it like a pre-work site order or a pre-start. We go through a whole list of questions and documentations to sign off with the customer to make sure. So that, that will be simple as tile setouts and and what finishes around the external corners and um, 
and making sure that the deliveries are on. There's a whole, there's probably about 30 different things that we just double check with a customer. Um, another, like, where do we put the, where do we place uh, our skip or a trailer for a rubbish solution? Like, just simple, they're all simple little things, but it just answers all those questions so no one has to worry about it moving forward. So, the job itself can only run the way uh, I'm saying it's running smoothly uh, if it's if all the work has been carried out before it starts. So there's a whole sort of job before a job starts in order to make sure that that job runs to schedule and, and as smooth as possible. Right. So, wow. So that also lets um, not only just a customer to sit back and um, not have to be on site, but also lets managers and pretty much the, the executive management just be able to run the projects remotely. Yeah. Well, basically for, for me, um, and we do a, a fair few bathrooms every day, uh, we can see as a business every single job that's going on to that to that level. So it's like we're there, uh, and if we've if the guys have documented the way they do and they should, um, it's very easy for us to have a grip on every single little detail that's happening out there remotely. Yeah. Well, wow, so it's it's kind of a tool that's kind of paid off. Would you say um, it's worth the cost of? setting it up, tweaking it and implementing it just so you get this benefit of just having this decentralized management and just project management as well. Yeah, look, it, it takes a long time to set up and I, I can fully understand how a lot of people would look and go, okay, I've got to set this up and I've got to do it and it's going to take me time and it's going to cost me money. But once it's set up once and you, you, your improvements happen anyway, so once you set it up once, it buys you the time to be able to actually manage the jobs and manage the business in a, a lot more efficient way than you would have had before. You would have had to, um, well, I, I did as well. I would have had to go to every side, every day, every job just to make sure everything's happening right where with a few photos and a, and a daily log and and the customer being, um, being able to see everything themselves and the guys on site being able to clearly communicate what they've completed for the day, there's, there's no... There's no need for you to go out there uh, if you're using your tools correctly. Wow. So even just that, it just starts with transparency. It just starts with just doing the small things, documenting things, showing, doing things on time and just being honest with it, doing what you need to do pretty much, but just reporting it and documenting it and letting the customer know yeah. uh, that it's been done. It's just simple things like that. And I feel like in terms of that, um, transparency is required in a way it's just essential just to you know to kind of get it out of that um being on site every day and being able to kind of scale and build your business rather than having to micromanage everyone and um has that been the case for you where you had you didn't have to be on site and that let you just kind of build and it was kind of just a necessary step in a way to just get away from it yeah look so for for us as a business we didn't implement software straight off the bat but we had we had processes there, um, simple processes uh, that allowed us to have a bit more visibility uh, over the jobs to slowly move away. So, yeah, what I would say from from someone trying to implement some of these processes or, or document would be just some simple little things like, um, you know, you guys are on site. How do you actually know what they've done? 
at the end of the day, it's a very simple text and a photo to make sure that everyone's, you know, on the same page. So, so it's, it's, look, it's not, it's not easy to do, but it's, it's a necessary if you do want to grow, grow a business. Mm. So even in terms of, um, it's almost a tool that just lets you not micromanage anymore. And I think, um, on the topic of micromanaging, what are your thoughts on that? Cause I feel that a lot of um, a lot of entrepreneurs and people that are starting business, not even just in the industry, but just in general, it's very hard to, you know, place trust in that first person you hire, making sure that they do on the, the job. Yeah. So do you have any tips in terms of just getting away from that? Yeah, look, that's that's probably one of the biggest challenges I've seen, even within our network or our group, uh, of guys being able to let the next guy take over and, and do the job. I, I remember seeing it. Um, years and years ago I had some subbies working for us and I remember hearing the comments of oh no one can do it as good as me you know because they're all just by themselves out there and I'm sure that if anyone's listening to this and the guys that are out there the tradies they, they would have all struggled with that in the beginning or there's a lot of guys that are struggling with that just having that one person because the mindset is um, only I know how to do it if I do it myself I can leave here and I know it's done properly. To me, that's just uh, sort of, I don't want to say an excuse, but it just means that the processes haven't been documented and they haven't been clearly communicated to the person who is actually delivering that task. So in order for you to move forward and grow, there has to be some simple um, documentation to explain and outline to the, the next guy that's coming up the ranks in how it needs to be done and how he's going to verify that it was done like you said it was going to be done. So it's, like I said, it's one of the biggest challenges we've found with the guys out there that they're not able to let go because they think only they know how to do it. And, and for me, as I'm a tiler by trade, and it was. I, I Look, I, I'd like to think I was a good tiler and, and I was able to deliver to a, a high level of detail but for me to let go, I just had to make it super clear on my expectations to my team, what was expected and how they would actually verify what was done was done correctly. So even on the same, on the same note as that, um, for, it's easy for the, you know, the, the management to buy into being more transparent and documenting everything. But in terms of the lower levels, say the middle management, even the team member level, yeah. Have there been any challenges in them kind of adopting that same mindset and culture um, or has it kind of been a kind of easy flow on process? No, very difficult. <laughs> it's, it's been a huge challenge to try and get, like I said, there's 100 years of um, uh, mindset out there that like you just rock up to a job, you do your day and you, you leave and you do whatever you want to do and you do it however you want to do it and you sort of that's the way it is. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been a challenge to try and get, um, guys or girls out there that are on, on the tools to, uh, follow or adapt or, or change to something new, uh, cause it's not common out there, which I, I still get surprised why it's not so common out there where it's so, where the benefits outweigh any of the hardships to get it there. Um, but yeah, to get, to get people on board to change the way things have been for many, many years is is not easy. But to show them 
some of the benefits. So like you just mentioned before, again, micromanaging. Like if I was a guy on site working for someone, I would just want to do my job and I would want to do it to the best of my ability. Uh, If I had a way in order to know what I had to do for the day, know how I could actually – because I've got pride in my work. It's hard if you don't have pride, then this isn't going to be good because it is – uh, transparent and then you get found out so that's where a lot of people probably don't like it but if you've got pride in your work and you want to deliver the best if there was a way that you could go to work do the best possible job and show whoever you needed to show whether that's the customer or or the boss or the site manager whoever it is what you did for the day and he didn't need to manage you because you sort of took it in your own hands wouldn't that be nice for you to be a guy on site going, I can do my job, I love what I do, Here's what I, I'm, pro, I've, I'm proud of what I've done, here's a photo, here's a detailed explanation of what I did and what I'm going to do tomorrow and your manager or, or the owner or the boss is just going to go fantastic and there's no micromanaging needed. Exactly. You can just clock in, do your work, clock out. 100%, yeah. And in, in terms of that, um, so say you have a new, new person, a new team member or even just a subby coming in, um, how do you kind of communicate that being transparent is not you, you know, look checking up on them, but it's more about them just making it easier for themselves? Is it has it always been has it been easy communicating the benefits of being transparent for them on a team member level? Um, for people who are new that that are coming on board, because we've got it's it's pretty um, uh, it is detailed. I know we keep saying detailed, but there's a, there's a level before someone's even on our sites that they have to get through. So we have obviously, you know, your recruitment process and, and who they are and how they operate. So we understand uh, where they've come from before they join, let's say. So we know if there's a challenge in that respect. But before they even put foot on a site of ours, there's a induction process. There's, you know, our own unique site rule they're not unique but there are detailed site rules um just simple things you know like about not swearing and and where if they are you know if they are smokers let's say they've got to smoke a certain point away from the house to deliver the best you know customer experience um lots of little things you know uniform you got to make sure things like that we've sort of set the tone on the level that we expect before they start work so it's it's still everything everything's actually a challenge but but we make it a bit easier because we've set the tone from the beginning so when they're starting on site they understand that we're expecting a lot we we are we actually have a high expectation of of the team none of it's difficult though it's all very a lot of little simple steps but they've just got to be done right so um say you got a new team member how um, has the experience for them asking them to like have this high expectation for them? Has it? Have they appreciated that? Have you seen that? Um, in most cases, it's it benefits them, and they know that it benefits them, and they've appreciated that experience being inducted into this. Yeah, look, even just thinking about the latest, <clears throat> the latest sort of guys that we've got uh, that have come on board, being able to work with the the high level detail processes that we've got and then the result that comes from that from the customer satisfaction is I think what then re uh, it just confirms it reconfirms that 
that is the best way to move forward. So even if um, someone's coming on board and they think, let's say, oh, this is a little bit too much or we've got to do this and I'm not used to that, once the results come through, then it sort of uh, reinforces that this is a good way and they keep doing it. So they might be in the beginning a little bit, but after that, once they see it, they're, they're often away. And I feel that just being transparent, it develops good habits and it lets you just improve your processes. And you, you see a true picture of your, your performance, whether it's just doing jobs on site, doing it correctly and things like that, and even building your business. And do you feel that just in, in this industry now, in this day and age, you just have to be transparent to grow. It's just you need that's one of the values a business needs to have to really kind of be successful. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't know how how it would be even possible for us to move forward and grow without uh, transparency. I think that might be the undoing of a lot of the guys out there that are trying to grow on the back of uh, – you, you can't even really grow on the back of just good work. You can do great work but how do you manage that growth? How do you get the next guy to deliver great work? Um, so, yeah, for us, for us it's all, all about keeping that uh, as clear as possible, yeah. So even because um, I think a lot of listeners either starting off or even the managing, you know, 30, 30 plus member teams, yeah. does, does transparency kind of translate differently? Say if you, when, when Navali started, you were talking about, um, you started with four people. Yeah. Is, that, is that different um, in comparing to managing teams of 30 on site and things like that? Uh, look, it de- I guess it depends on, where you want to get to as well, why are you even in business? If you want to be in business and you want to be uh, on site and you love being hands-on, you can quite easily manage four guys on site and you you stay there. That's absolutely fine. But in order to move forward and grow, uh, like I said before, I, I can't see how it would be possible to have 30-plus guys or, or 10-plus guys, it doesn't, doesn't matter, without having some clearly defined parameters on what's expected. It, it, it couldn't be to me it could be possible i don't know if there's a business out there that's sort of uh running with that many guys and not having a lot of guidelines because for us we don't want to have 30 plus guys that are all delivering to what they think is right that's a lot of different opinions and personalities out there so we've sort of narrowed that down um to be able to deliver the closest possible so everyone's delivering to the closest possible um way and in terms of just um, even running running the project, being just transparent on every just every step of the process, has that enabled you just to improve um, delivering projects um, on time and just delivering it better than before? And it lets you kind of reflect more about it because you guys have been transparent. Yeah, look, I would say that the way we're delivering now is is easier than when we were delivering in the beginning. So probably a couple of things there like. When we first, when I was out there renovating and, and running bathrooms, to me, everything was run very, very tight. All we've done is just basically not automate, but just process out exactly how that happened. So it hasn't been, it's, it's easier now to be able to do it while everything's documented. Um, that's, yeah, that's how I'd say that. Yeah. And for the customer, do you feel that they're looking for more transparency when they're looking for renovators? 
Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely say if I, if I was a customer. So what we just put ourselves in the customer's shoes. What what would the customer want? Well, if I was a customer, I'd want someone to show up on time. I'd want someone to be able to show me what they've done in the past. How are they going to actually renovate my bathroom? Uh, what processes are involved and how long is it going to take? And is someone else going to verify that or can they show me how they did it? And yeah, so definitely to me, uh, if a customer's not asking those things, a customer could be in big trouble. Mm. So it's it's pretty much paying off to have just transparency in general. Um, in terms of that, has transparency been much of a challenge whilst delivering a project? Has you know the project management system, has that ever kind of gone against you once it's been rolled out and it's perfectly placed and set up and it's running so is it just kind of you just set it up and go and it's pretty much kind of paid off at that point uh look setting it up like we sort of said originally would take takes a bit of time in getting it um implemented and and it's not just implementing the software then it's actually getting your team's buy-in in the value of of using it uh, but the payoffs for us were, were straight off the bat, definitely. And, and for us, the refining, like you said, we can keep refining our processes. Um, for us, we've got – we actively seek feedback, let's say, from customers. And, and more often than not, um, 90% of the time plus, the customers are saying, this is the best renovation experience we've had. But we still, we still seek from those customers – Tell us something. Just give us something that would have made it better, could have made it better, uh, you would have liked. So basically any customer now that we have has the benefit of hundreds, thousands of customers in the past uh, wants and needs. So we've implemented – if we hear a customer say – three different customers say the same thing to us like we would like or this would have been nice – uh, we look at where we can actually put that into our process to l- deliver even a better experience. So for anyone that's listening, it's the same thing. It's just listening to your customers and understanding what they actually want and being able to put yourself in their shoes and as if you were the customer and then understanding what you want. That's that's basically how we've, we've started the whole business with um, doing the same thing with the subcontractors and the traders out there. We've just said, what do you want? What do you want? And then I know what I needed when I used to work for builders and contractors, exactly what I needed and wanted. Uh, and all we did was implement that. It's the same thing from a customer's point. What does a customer want? They want transparency. They want trust. They want details. They don't want this, she'll be right, mate. It's their home. It's their home that they've potentially spent months and months and months, if not years, saving up to do a renovation. Yeah, I think that's interesting and also um, I'm quite curious, where did this transparency come from? Was this something that you've always kind of been instilled with from life or is it just something that you've also just found out just from um, from experience? Uh, look, I'm not sure. It's just at the end of the day being honest. I think it's just honesty really. I'm going to be super clear in what I'm going to do and I, I think for me it's if I'm going to say I'm going to do something, at the end of the day, I just want it done how I said I'm going to do it. So I'm just going to make that as clear as possible from the get-go. So look, I'm not I'm not sure if that's from younger in my years or, or not. I just think it makes logical sense to be as clear as possible on every single aspect. Hmm. I think um, 
as well as that, um, what's interesting is that how, how would a person, say, setting off day one, how would they kind of start implementing um, transparency into their operations? Because um, they, they probably wouldn't be able to just put a project management system yeah. and tweak it in the short term. So uh, you're talking about how it's just even just getting members to text, you know, have a text and a photo starting off with that. Would you have any other tips for people just starting off to kind of implement transparency more into their operative processes? Yeah, look, Ben, I'd probably say um, while you're delivering, you're renovating, right? You've started renovating a bathroom and if you're listening and you're keen on and you're wanting to improve, to me a big way forward would be as soon as anything comes up that's potentially uh, been an issue or, or not right is stopping and understanding why that happened, right? So I, I think it's it's sort of hard but when we talk about transparency and details and making sure we're covering off a, a lot of potential issues, so you've got to look forward which is actually really difficult I've found now with a lot of guys and girls, um, looking forward and understanding all the potential issues and problems that may present themselves. If you can't do that, then you're just going to have to get used to the fact that there's going to be lots of mistakes. But when the mistakes happen, if you can identify why they happen and then document that and then just slowly compile a list of when issues have arisen, because at the end of the day, uh, if an issue has arisen with, let's say, a customer or a team member, it do- doesn't matter who, you need to understand what could have you done, not what the other person didn't do, and then implement those little things. And if you can get, you know, 20 of them, 30 of them, 100 of them, 1,000 of those little things, um, slowly you'll end up refining this process on uh, transparency and detail. Yeah, I definitely agree about how to just documenting and just writing and recording just the experiences of little things are just the start. It just it doesn't um, you can't get everything in day one. It's just no. building up and up and up with yeah. these little steps, and then then that's when you start implementing kind of more organized measures. Um, on on top of that, we were talking before earlier um, outside the podcast of how even just reporting is such an important part of how you guys operate because um, if thunting isn't done it's not reported the next process can't happen um can you explain of how transparency helps kind of the process go along and from end to end yeah i I think you know what we were talking about before was you know just simple processes throughout the renovation like um as an example when i've said it already you know it's been all set up so nobody has to talk if you think about the functionalities in a business, you've got accounts, you know, and you may be the accountant, you may be the the pay, you may be everything to the business, and it's just you. It, it doesn't matter. You still need to understand when something is ready to action. So, for us, let's say a simple, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, we get progress payments from a customer, so we'll get an initial deposit. We will get a progress payment at. Uh, Billboard stage or render stage, so whenever a job's been sheeted or, or rendered, we'll get a uh, progress claim at the end of tiling and then we get a final when it's all said and done. So let's say at Billboard stage, we've when because we use the software 
to, you know, how it's designed. The accounts department could, well, they've got a three-point verification basically. There's a task that gets ticked that says Villaboard complete. There is a log that will say Villaboard is complete and tomorrow will be doing X, Y, Z. And there's a photo of a bathroom that's been sheeted in Villaboard. So there's three points at where the, the accounts department would know to then issue an invoice to the customer. So Because the last the absolute last thing I would ever want to happen is, uh, you know, a customer to receive an invoice when a job's not finished to be invoiced, right? So they've got three points. But all that is is from the um, site managers, let's say, point of view, it's a 30-second log. It's a it's 25 seconds to uh, upload some photos and tick a box. So all for that one minute or one and a half minutes, the accounts knows to send an invoice. They know what's going They've verified their work. We as a business know what's going on, all for the sake of that. So that's just one way of, you know, a process or, or that transparency filtering through through the business. And it just saves um, a lot of time just chasing up things. Yeah, well, just... well, if you think of like for us, even before it would have been, you know, that that bill, that invoice is ready to send, just making sure that's sheeted. Yep, can you send me some photos? Okay, I'll call the accounts. And it's like all of that's been wiped away. The site guy just logs it, photo, and the accounts knows what to do. The customer then gets an invoice. The customer pays the invoice. The guys know the customers pay the invoice because we internally log that. And everyone just keeps moving forward. Is that also done by the tool, the project management tool as well? Uh, no, it's it's us implementing that content into the tool. But we've templated it all so it all works for us. Oh, okay. Um, another interesting thing about the tool whilst on that topic is that um, you were talking about before how customers would, you know, through word of mouth, they'll talk to their friends who are probably looking for a renovation. Yeah. And they say like they'll even explain their process like um, saying how they were using this tool Yep. How it gives them so much control and how honestly it just pays itself off in the in the sense that you don't really have to really sell your um your your promote your business anymore. It's more through word of mouth of people having a great experience through this tool yep. and using it and how easy it was is that they and then they start teaching their friends how to use the tool as well and it just kind of leapfrogs from there. Yeah, but basically um having it all set up. Has, uh, has allowed us uh, obviously to show the level of transparency that we work in and, and what happens is when we're, and I've already mentioned this, where we go out to do an estimate or a quote, we can actually show the customer what we do but probably one of the biggest benefits and such a high percentage of our work is referrals. Um, so what happens is that our customers use this tool, use the software, use the updates so if you could imagine, um, I don't know, Mrs. Jones sitting at a cafe somewhere and a phone just goes ding, ding and a photo comes up of the bathroom, the tile, the tiling's been completed, um, Mrs. Jones, the tiling's completed today, uh, the grout's gone in, it's all looking great, we'll be back tomorrow to do the silicon, blah, blah, blah. And then she's sitting in front of four or five of her friends or she's in a work environment and and this and and the level of um, detail that she's received with the photos and that communication, she shows all her friends that, or his friends, or whoever it is, and then all of those people become potential customers, potential customers of ours. So it is a marketing tool as well, in a way. Yeah. Well, it, it is right, the, yeah. the whole thing for us. 
I'm, again, I said I'm a tiler by trade. I'm not a marketer. I'm not sales. I'm, I'm none of those things, right? I'm a tradie. But it, it's all market. The way we leave our site, the way we leave the front of the yard, we've, we've won jobs because people have walked past our sites and seen the site clean and gone, I want these guys. People have walked into their the, the customer's home, whether it be a friend or a neighbour, and seen the level of protection that we've used and gone, who are these guys? We want to use them. So we don't have to actually go out there and promote or or say we do this or we do that. Our customers predominantly, they're actually doing that for us. So that level of transparency pays off. <laughs> and, and the guys out there that know how much it actually costs to advertise, to run around quoting jobs and to convert on a referral compared to um, a Google lead or someone just someone else, or from another area, it's a big difference. So it pays off immediately. Um, again, it's hard to put in place because it's not the norm for a lot of people. But without this, I can't see how you can sort of progress um, moving forward and growing a business. I think especially in this um, day and age now where, you know, marketers, there's just there's so much marketing out there and advertising the less you can do, the better. And the fact that you, in your um, <coughs> method and pretty much MO is just to show, not tell. And, yeah. you know, it uh, just showing the process and seeing the jobs done and having a happy customer. Yeah. It's just going to always outlive than any, any internet advertisement and things like that. I think that that just yeah. explains why transparency is such an important process. Yeah, so, so for me, you know, I think about this all the time because, uh, and I'm not going to say they're wrong because everyone does it differently. But I hear a lot of people out there, you know, sales, revenue, marketing, all these, all these things. And then it's like, well, hang on, the delivery, the delivery of the job is what the customers remember. You can sell them up a storm, but if you don't deliver, they don't care what you sold them. But if you deliver the best possible experience they've ever had, you don't have to worry so much about marketing and selling because your work's just speaking for itself. Thank you very much, Steve. Yeah, look, Ben, thanks for setting this up because obviously I couldn't do this. So uh, without you setting all this up, uh, hopefully um, somebody's got some kind of value out of, out of what we've discussed today. And that is the end of the episode. Thank you for listening to the Navali podcast, Behind the Bathrooms. If you have any questions or would like to reach out, feel free to send us a message through the Navali Bathrooms Facebook and or Instagram. And stay tuned for our next episode.